first to file or first to use? What applies to your business if you want to protect your mark? Find out! Welcome to the 19th episode of Legally Fluent Podcast, a series teaching you how to legally run and scale your coaching, course creation, or online business, get rid of that overwhelm and confusion so you can finally concentrate on what you do best. If you find business legalities a nightmare and you finally want to conquer that fear of anything legal, then you are in the right place. I am your mentor and host, Vena Verga Danimar, an online penal legal strategist, co-CEO of the Danimar household, a lawyer, and an online penal. In our last episode, I told you about the story of my friend with a coaching program that she wants to offer in the United States. Unfortunately, upon doing a knockout search, we found that the coaching name or mark that she wants to call her program with is being used by another coaching company in the United States, although that mark itself was not registered in the U.S. Trademark Office. Now, at this point, if you are unsure what a knockout search is and how important it is to your coaching, course creation, or online business, then I invite you to listen to episode 18 of this series first. But if the concept of a knockout search is clear to you, then stay on. Now again, what my friend wanted to do was to actually protect her mark in the United States where she wants to offer her services. If my friend is in a first-to-file jurisdiction, like for example Switzerland, countries in the EU, then it doesn't matter if a mark is being used by another company. If no trademark was filed, you will have a better right if you filed your mark first. Because in first-to-file jurisdictions, as the name depicts, the trademark first filed will have a priority right. So, even if a company has been using a mark for years, if they did not register the trademark and they are in a first-to-file jurisdiction, then my friend could have defeated them in owning the trademark by filing first. Unfortunately, my friend is targeting the United States, which is a first-to-use jurisdiction. So what is the difference? In countries that uses the first-to-use rule, the first one or the first company that uses a mark will have a priority right. It doesn't really matter that the company in the United States did not file a trademark application. If my friend filed a trademark application now in the United States, that company can oppose the application on the ground that they were the ones who used the trademark first. So what is the remedy of my friend then? Her only remedy is to change the name of her coaching program if she wants to do business in the United States market. But in Switzerland, where she is first or she filed the trademark first, she has a priority right because Switzerland is a first-to-file country or jurisdiction. That is why, as I pointed out in the last episode, it is quite important to perform a knockout search before using a particular mark. We don't want you to feel very attached to a mark only to find out that you cannot use it. 
Second, you need to know whether the country where you want to file your trademark application is a first-to-file or a first-to-use jurisdiction. If you are in a first-to-file jurisdiction, then registering your trademark can defeat prior users, even if they use it for a long time. But if you plan to do business in a first-to-use country, then registering your trademark will not necessarily give you a priority right if there is another company or entity that actually uses it before you. Alright, so that is the first-to-file and first-to-use rule in protecting your marks. How are you on your business legalities? If you feel stuck or overwhelmed, go download my Legally Fluent Primer and do the first five things to kickstart your journey to legally running and scaling your online coaching or course creation business. Head on to the episode notes for the link. I am sure of one thing. For entrepreneurs like us, fear is a money block. If you constantly fear business legalities, you will not be able to grow or scale your business. Legally She Can employs our very own framework called Legally Fluent Stratiwork so that you will not only feel confident but will also gain the peace of mind knowing that you have and know what it takes to legally run and scale your coaching, course creation, or online business. If you want to learn more, go to www.legallyshecan.com. If you are a coach, course creator, or online business owner, and you are ready to leave insecurity and fear behind, follow Legally Fluent Podcast and our social media account, Legally She Can, and let me guide you. See you next week for episode 20 of this series.